welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? We're back. I know you're probably thinking, where have you been? Where was my second half of Week 7 preview? Where was it? Begley, Begley, do you want to answer or? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall on the sword on it. It's on old dad over here, man. I was working my tail off. We're in finance and it's audit season, so I rested my laurels at nine thirty and I was gone, boys. <clears throat> my apologies. Uh, and we made him pay for it, Mad Mob. We made him pay for it. <clears throat> we 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 didn't get to tell you our DFS lineups. Uh, I don't think we're really going to get into it too much. Just know that Begley got a minus one this week. Two in a row. First it's happened all You know year. what? And it's a shame. It's an absolute shame because this was hands down the best and closest DFS of the season. Yes. I dropped 165, I think, and lost. Yep. Uh, go, uh, spoiler alert. Your boy's back on top. Y'all have been waiting for it. Here I am. I dropped over 180 for a, a record-setting week on DFS. Heartbreaker for Goni. He came in second, lost by less than a point. Point seven. Wow. Brutal. Brutal. That being said, Brandon Cooks and Garbage Time is who got you close in the first place. Garbage Time is still football time. Garbage Time is still football time. That is very true. Uh, Mad Mob, I made him pay for it twice. We made him pay for it in DFS, and I made him pay for it by doinking him as hard as possibly could be right on the old noggin for the second straight week. I'm eating. Begley predicted a 30-point week for C.D. Lamb. Uh, I said, give me D-Hop straight up. And only one of those guys got 30 points. And since I'm sitting here absolutely pendulum, these, these jewels... Right on his cranium. <laughs> you know who actually scored 30 points. Man. <clears throat> Lamb had 20. You know, he had 20. I live with it. He had 18. Wait. But wait. We're not done. Beggs also took a doinking from yours truly because he messed around and thought that Zach Wilson was going to have a better week than Justin Fields. Ouch, Justin Fields. We have a season-long doink on this. He wanted a weekly doink on this. Justin Fields scored 26.04, his highest output. Dude, his last three weeks, he's just been having season highs. Zach Wilson, 19.4. Mm. Take the doink. Skull, skull fractured, forehead crushed, dented, if you will. What do you have to say for yourself? You know what? I, I I underestimated just how good of a football team Dallas is. Should have known there was garbage points to be had. It was close how, for a little while. It wasn't. Dallas is so good. Best team in the league. Man. So there you have it, it's, Mad Mob. Absolutely. The man the man made us miss the first episode of the year and, and Goni and I just absolutely made him pay for it. In all facets. You know, I deserved every L I took this week. I deserved it. I, now I'm on tilt, and I'm going to be making four or five doinks every episode to try to grind back. That's our, uh, the only logical thing to do. Our updated standings right now, 
I'm just going to give the yearly. It doesn't matter. Uh, I got Wayne, some questions for us. Wayne, five and one, leading the way. Well done, sir. Tip it a cap. Uh, myself at three and two. And Begs down there at the bottom of the screen in the cellar. Two and seven. Ouch. Whew. Yee. Ah. Oh. I need to make more Brandon Ayuk bets. Just, just a, a permanent indention right on his forehead. Maybe yeah. that should be the the uh, penalty at the end of the year is just a, a tattoo of a permanent doink. The right penalty, the, the penalty should be a, an actual tea bagging. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Which one do you feel more I'll, comfortable with? I will speed two. <laughs> See, this is this is why we needed to figure out the punishment before we got into it. Because now Begley's going to be like, "Oh, let's not make it too bad." Yeah, let's not do that. It's a long Man. season, gentlemen. Let's not count our chickens. No chickens have been counted in the process of this podcast in the making. Let's get a uh, let's get a DFS update in the standings. Oh man, why you got to do that for? You already know what it is. They don't. Wayne, Wayne is uh, currently at two. I'm sitting in second at zero. I broke back even, and Begs minus one, minus one. <clears throat> what about a uh, crappy team update? Here it is. Close week, very close week. Begley, Begley in first. Myself in second. Goni in third. But this is Goni's best week of the of the season. My second best week of the season. And Begley's third best week of the season. Uh Goni with ninety one point zero four. Myself with ninety one point six eight. Begley with ninety four point seven. Let's go, boys. Overall standings five thirty six point five six, six thirty eight point one eight, and six forty seven point zero two. Now for our crappy team, I have the Bears, Panthers. Goni's Goni has Jags, Lions. Beggs has Giants, Jets. We all took nothing but L's this week, gentlemen. As it should be, this is the crappy team. Well, like me and Goni have just gotten so used to taking L's. Welcome, welcome to the loss. The first time since week three. Begley, uh, yeah, putting Goni in dead last at three and twelve. Me at five and eleven, and. We're just fighting for second with Begley's five, eleven and five record. There's a lot of time for me to suck, right? I mean, it's the Jets. You have a comfortable lead. Yeah, but there's, need there's, a, there's. I need a lot of wins out of the Lions and Jaguars to come up out of the basement. There's not a lot of time for our teams to start winning. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of time. My team. One Jets. of my teams are trading away all their assets currently. <laughs> And in playing better, they're better. PJ Walker is better than Baker Mayfield, right? I'm, I'm talking about CMC. Yeah, but the Panthers are better. They'd lost, but they're playing better. They're competitive. They're one in one. Oh, I mean, the Jaguars have been competitive. The Lions have also been competitive. However, they haven't won in weeks. Uh, the Lions haven't won since week two, and the Jacks haven't won since week three, if you were wondering. Yep. Yep. Uh, is DeAndre Swift, is he nearing bus territory? 
He'd been hurt. He came back and he did okay. No. He had like a 14 yeah. point performance. Easing him back in, dude. He had a he had a long, long injury hiatus. Had the bye. I know he didn't get a lot of carries, but I mean, he saved your fantasy day if you played him by scoring that receiving touchdown. Uh, no, no, not ready for bust status yet. It's not like he's going out there and putting up Jonathan Taylor numbers for the cost of Jonathan Taylor at the time. Are you giving? Two, would you give up two number ones for him right now? For Jonathan Taylor? Oof, probably not. Wayne, would you give up what for him? Two number ones for JT? Yeah, nah. Just a one? That's it? It'd be a one in something else. A one in what? I mean, no matter what happens, I don't think he's really a sellable asset right now because as an owner, you're not going to get what you want for him straight up. And as a a buyer, you're not going to want to pay what the seller is wanting. So it's kind of just a hold right now. Um, Yeah, that's just all it is. Hold and see. You you might continue free falling on on this asset here that is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, but I mean, what you, I don't know. You're going to take an L one way or another. If you hold on to them, you're going to continue to take L's. If you sell them now, you're selling them super low and you're going to take an L. It's just one of those busts. Welcome to Bust City where you're just going to have to take an L. Just which side of the L do you want to take on? Taking a little bit of a loss or sitting on a guy that's sucking? If you have Jonathan Taylor, would you trade him for Ramondre in a one? Yes. I feel like that's all. that's kind of fair, right? Yeah, probably at this point, yeah. But the problem is, every single JT owner is expecting Jonathan Taylor preseason value. Oh yeah, and that's just not. Sorry, if you have Jonathan Taylor and that's what you're expecting, that's a hundred percent not what you get and not what you deserve at this point. But that's just across all my leagues, people are treating Jonathan Taylor like like this is week ten of last season. Yeah. It's just not. He sucked yeah. all year. He sucked all year. We're almost halfway through the year, and he sucked. So stop asking for tier one RB one value out of him because that's not what he's worth anymore. Sorry, you're just. A, and if this is is someone's called a Jesus moment, then good. <laughs> you you, you kind of get that aura around certain players, though, man. Like when you get into it, uh, I remember in our our league, Dynasty Warriors. To be honest with you. Uh, the team that Wayne and I co-owned together, Begley's also in that league. We were wanting to go after Antonio Gibson a couple of years ago, and Gibson's value was higher than it is now, just because of there was no Brian Robinson at the time. And we we're, you know, wanting to trade for him, uh, but the owner wanted a little more than we wanted to pay on there. And I mean, we ended up not doing the deal. We ended up not doing the deal, and now look man you see what happens football changes all the time and antonio gibson's not worth anything really anymore i know he's already had a good week this week but he's not the guy there i don't want to have to rely on my running back on a weekly basis even in the flex to score a receiving touchdown for me he's almost drop worthy in redraft formats i dropped him in a redraft i dropped him for i think it was james robinson to be honest with you. 
No, no, no. I dropped him for DJ Moore because DJ Moore was out there. How about my boy? How about DJ Moore over the past two weeks? My boy DJ waking up, getting after it, doing I mean, what I said I he was going to do all year. Finally, it's subtraction of CMC, bro. They have no one. That's fine. It's happening. Oh, I love it. Twenty last week, twenty-seven this week. Uh, just one of the most beautiful catches of the season. Period. PJ Walker, incredible pass. Yeah, that was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was fire. DJ's eating. It, you know, man, like, why wasn't he involved early? It's Baker, right? Even with CMC. Yeah, Baker's he, he awful. It's Baker. Yeah. I will say yeah. we were very wrong about him being quarterback proof. But that being said, did anybody expect Baker to be one of the worst quarterbacks to ever step foot on a field this year? He's out of the league, right? No. No. He's a backup. You don't think he'll be out of the league next year? No. No. He's going to be a career backup from here on out, bro. He's too high a draft pick to ever be anything other than a backup. This is something we should have seen coming, man. We like he had the whole fantasy community and football community questioning if OBJ was washed while he was the number one wide receiver in Cleveland because he would just try and force feed uh, Baker would try and force feed him and it just wasn't working. And we find out Baker's just not good. OBJ went to the Rams and crushed it. I mean, it's just Baker. Trash cans. Can't throw to a number one guy. That's why DJ Moore hadn't eaten with Baker on the field. It's crazy. It's crazy how bad he is. Yeah, he's awful. You boys ready to get into a few questions? Fire away. Okay. Sorry, my uh, my daughter walked up here. <sighs> Hang on one sec here, guys. Let me get it up. Okay. 12-team super flex. It's tiered. Running backs get half PPR, and receivers get one-point PPR. Never seen that before. Vault Dweller, 247. Side A, Jamar Chase and Damian Harris. Side B, Barkley, DJ Moore, and Kadarius Toney. Side A, Chase, and Damian Harris. Side B, Barkley, DJ Moore, and Tony. I, I don't think Harris has any has hardly any value. Yeah. Take yeah, I Barkley agree with that. Or Chase? I mean, it seems like the play to make for... It's it's rough. It depends on what you're looking for in your season, your team composition, what your record is now. Because obviously, if you have Jamar Chase, unless you already have a pretty stout dynasty team, that's a big blow. That's that's a huge blow for anyone to lose a guy that stature. So, I mean, getting Saquon, who I think is like the number two running back in the game right now, uh, maybe three behind CMC after this week. And, you know, Kadarius Tony is is a project piece going to KC now. He might emerge as the guy. And then DJ Moore, I think DJ Moore has a fine rest of season. I really do. Just being the only guy there. So that's going to help put you back in the playoff hunt, having actual viable pieces that you can plug into that lineup. So I'm kind of leaning that way, depending on what the roster construction and, is. And Kadarius Tony going to the Chiefs, eh. We'll we'll see there. That's I mean that's an absolutely saturated uh, part of their roster, but you know we'll see. 
it's it's always better to have Patrick Mahomes throwing to you than Daniel Jones. So, Wayne, what side are you officially taking? Saquon. Yeah, I think I'm with you guys. I think I'm with you there. Kobler, 22, 12-team, Superflex, PPR, Wayne. He's rebuilding. He's giving up Michael Thomas to get a 2024 20, second. Is that enough? Yeah. I, my, I mean, the best ability is availability, and Michael Thomas is perpetually unavailable. Tony? Oh, man. You know how much I hate Michael Thomas with a heartfelt passion. It's just it's hard to see him get back on the field. In my gut, I want to hold him and hope that, you know, he finishes out the rest of the season and provides enough value to get, like, another player or – Tell me, I don't think you're ever going to get a one for him again. Tell like, me, I don't think you can do better than two. Tell me that's not a death knell of dynasty rebuilds. Just, oh I yeah, feel like I gotta hold him just yeah. a little longer. Yeah, dude, holding the bag. You're holding the bag. If you ever feel like, up. if you ever he feel like you just gotta back. hold him a little longer, just don't. <laughs> I swear the value's coming. I'm almost gonna hit the gold on him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, dude, as Wayne said, man, uh, I was terrified to even draft him at the beginning of the season and it's tough to do for a second, but it's probably the right move, especially if you're rebuilding, just, just get rid of him. He's old anyways, man. You don't know how many games you're going to get out of him. Yep. Ship him away. Kobler. He's actually got a second question. A 2024 second or Elijah Moore. And I'm going to go on the record and say, give me Elijah Moore. The talent's there. Maybe he's a cancer in the locker room. I don't know what's going on. There's problems. There's no doubt. But the talent's there. If Elijah Moore played for just about any other team besides the Jets, because the Jets already have a history of this, where they spent like a – didn't they spend a second-round pick on like Denzel Mims just a couple of years ago? Yeah. And Denzel Mims, I mean, he just – finally got a reception this past week and was on TV for once. Um, he's buried. He's buried on that depth chart. They wouldn't trade him either. He wanted out of there, just like Elijah Moore wants out of there. Jets, you're going to die here. So that's that's what scares me. Plus, Zach Wilson sucks. Begs, you know it. I'm going to so remind take- you for the rest of our podcast friendship – uh, like as long as this goes on for, I'm gonna remind you every day, every year that Zach Wilson sucks. I know he sucks. I just was hoping he'd suck a little less than Fields this year. All right, man. I know, I know, brother. So um, you're thinking the second officially? If it was like a top three second, yeah, I'm a hundred percent. It's just the hit. I, I understand the hit rate is so low on those second rounders, but there can be value found there. Wait. Give me the second. Give me the second. I mean, Great. just what it, what did Elijah Moore do this week, Beggs? He did. He got a goose egg this week. No, dang. He's in the doghouse, man. He he can't get on the field. Are the Jets interested in trading him? No, 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 no. Elijah no. Moore was on the field. I think his snap percentage was way down though compared to his season averages. That might it's be the case, worse, but he's but he's healthy. He's in the doghouse, man. 
he went to he went to the coach and said, "I'd like the ball more." And the coach said, "Grab you a bucket, buddy. You're out." Seventeen percent snap share, one yeah. target, no receptions. They don't want to trade him either. They are going to let him die. His career is going to be over. His career is going to be over by the time his contract is up. Like, it, that's what's infuriating. It, like for a guy like Elijah Moore, I understand he wants the ball. He he he's a twenty-two-year-old second-year player. He's a baby. He'll be out of his contract by 24. That's plenty of time. You saw what bro, he did last year. Bro, let, let me just give you a quick comparison. One guy that you were super high on going into this year, and I quote myself, this was the year we're going to find out if he sucks or not. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Wide receiver. Time's no. up. Jerry Judy. I said it earlier in the year. We're going to find out if he sucks or not because he had the draft capital. He just didn't have the quarterback, and he couldn't do it and everything. Now, if he had a bad year this year, he'd be written off as sucking, right? And he's on the field 100%. Elijah Moore, regardless of if he's not on the field, if he's not producing, he's going to be labeled as a bust. Yeah, but this is Judy's third year. This is Moore's second. This is his only bad year he's had. No, and I, I understand that. It's just that I don't see things changing for the better for him. The talent is there. I 100% agree with you on the talent. It's just that I don't think he's going to get the opportunity, and it's just going to submarine his career, bro. I I will wholeheartedly disagree, but based on your all's whims and moans and groans, you'd almost rather have Michael Thomas over Elijah Moore right now in the dynasty? <laughs> I mean, is that what I'm hearing? Gonna have thirty-year-old Michael Thomas over twenty-year-old. Right. Let me say it this way: If it's for this year, and I'm going for a championship, yeah, give me Michael Thomas all day because at least I know when he's healthy, he's going to get play. Like he's gonna get play. Elijah Moore is healthy, and he just can't get any any PT. He ain't getting any targets. Wayne, any closing thoughts before we move on? No, I think I think Goni pretty much covered it. Yeah, give me Elijah I, Moore. The other two take the second. I, I do want to railroad for a second just to make a just to ask a quick question to the uh, uh, holder of the ledger. Were there any injury provisions on any Hollywood Brown doinks? Absolutely not. There was zero injury provisions on all doinks. And I proclaimed <clears throat> I, or I proposed rather that next year when we do this, because it's already too late to change now next year, we can throw in injury provisions. Fair enough. Well, he is now wide receiver 45, and they placed him on IR Thursday. No way Hollywood Brown's wide receiver 45. He was wide receiver 6 like two weeks ago. No. Dude, he had one monster week. And it might be 45, not counting this week. I It is 45, not counting this week. So he'll drop even lower. He had a dominant week that really buoyed him. No, he was wide receiver six before like, the game he got hurt. Wide receiver six. You're telling me he dropped 30 spots? No, 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 no. I see I see what Wayne's looking at here. No, no, no. He's wide receiver 13 right now. Thank you. Thank you. He's the 45th overall. So he's the 45th highest point scorer in all of fantasy. Is what yeah. You're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what a goof. He, he goofed. Thanks no, no, but that's also not counting this week. 
And yeah, the, doink, the doink is will he finish as a wide receiver too, and he's in wide receiver two territory right now with a few more weeks to go. Yeah, I mean, look, man. If I'm gonna lo- if I'm gonna lose it because of injury, that is what it is. I can't. I, I'm not gonna play with with God. All right, boys. Well, well, we weren't we weren't worried about it because, like we said, he'd be a wide receiver two until D Hop came back. Well, he was a wide receiver one, so you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still gonna catch these. You're still gonna catch these jewels. So who's really wrong? Man, I, boys. Wayne, I'm already on the ground, man. All right, let me get back up before you strike me back down. I'm two and seven in doinks right now. Cradled in the chains, twelve team super flex PPR. Burks, Traylon, Goni. Twenty three early second, a twenty four second for Pittman in the third. Burks, oh, second oh. for Pittman in the third. Yeah, Trey absolutely. Long. Get rid of that scrub. Get rid of him. <laughs> Wayne, what are you doing? I'm taking Pittman. Yeah. You go for the talent cradled in the chains. Pittman's a better talent. Arrow Boy, 10 team PPR Superflex. A 2023 early second for Hollywood Brown. He's in a soft rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting up to 23 second and getting Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, snap call. Absolutely. Give me Hollywood for a second. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely smashing. Well, you you got a you got a glimpse of what Hollywood's going to be. Uh D-Hop's probably going to be there. He's probably got one more year after this one and then it's they'll probably just depend on Hollywood to be the number 1. I mean, he's shown that he can be the one and he can be successful as the one. Yep. Matt Boy, 10 team super flex, half point PPR. Claypool and Deonta Foreman. Or Hopkins. Wayne, you doing it? Ten team super flex half point PPR. Clay pulling Foreman for Hopkins. Half point PPR. Give me give me half Foreman. Goni? I'm taking I'm taking Hopkins. That sounds like I mean, without knowing his roster construction, that, that sounds like a push all the chips in move to get an over the top piece. So I'm gonna assume that he's going for a championship this year, and because you ain't you ain't going for a 30 plus year old DeAndre Hopkins for any other reason except to get a championship. So for that, I like the move personally. Yeah, you don't think he's pool. getting? I think he's probably filling up a better need. I just think that running backs are so slim this year that that's why he's going for Foreman. And if Foreman, what he's been doing is any indication of what he's going to do, then. He's he's climbing in the tiers. Yeah, you're you're buying Hopkins high right now, man. Claypool and Foreman are playing well. I I think I'll hold steady here. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just uh, if for Foreman, dude. It, it's just one of those things where, like, if I could sell him, I'd consider selling him for something right now. Look at look at Corderell Patterson last year, for example. He tore it up in the first half, and then if you played him in the second half, where it's most important, he kind of let you down a lot. So I mean his his end game numbers looked good. He was I'm sure in the top 24 for running backs, top 20, probably even better than that. It's just his back half of the year after he put on such a good show in the first half just wasn't really there. So I I mean take that for what it's worth. That's what kind of scares me. So I'm one of them guys that if I can grab a foreman off the waiver wire, gain some great value from a couple games and then push him for a piece 
like DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to do that. Can't argue with the logic. I, I'm taking Claypool Foreman, but uh, I, I think you had a good argument for sure. NC State fan. Ten Thanks, man. Can you name one NC State player in the league right now? Nope. <laughs> nope. Don't you? No. Russell Wilson, boys. NC State fan. Ten team, two QB, two tight end. Don't you? You look confused? Yeah, sorry. I was confused, but now I'm not. Okay. Team A, Tyreek. B side, a 2024-1 in Mooney. No. <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Laugh him out the room, Wolfpack. Tyreek, bro. Tyreek. Number one wide receiver in football right now. Tyreek. Reduxy. Superflex. Wayne. He's trying to trade DeAndre Swift for Traylon Burks in a 23 first. Should he do that? No. He's tired of Swift being hurt. Get over it, man. He's a stud. <laughs> Injuries happen. <laughs> yeah. Injuries I mean, happen, Burks man. is hurt right now also, so take the running back. <laughs> yeah. Reduxy, hold firm, man. Swift is a dog. Ride him. Injuries Gabe. happen, brother. Yeah. Indeed they do. Gabe Bate, 12 team, half point PPR, super flex. Wayne, give ETN, get Ramondre Stevenson. It says Kirk, so let's assume Christian Kirk. Maybe not Kirk Cousins. Either, either way, give me Ramondre. Definitely, definitely if it's Kirk Cousins. But, I mean, Christian I Kirk. Christian Kirk. I think it's Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, I'd still take it. Ramondre's playing great. Give me ETN. Give me the youth. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take ETN as well. I don't, I don't know how long this amazing ride of Ramondre is going to last. He is on fire right now. I'm also nervous that at the end of the season, the Patriots drafts a running back in the fifth round who splits with Ramondre next year or something. Scared uh, money don't make no money, my man. I know. That's why I'm taking ETN. The guy that I know is going to start, and he's just getting stronger every week. Yeah, man. I, I don't trust Patriots running backs. Give me ETN. Uh, the angriest dragon. The angriest. The angriest. Twelve team super flex IDP. Wayne. A contender Time out. Goni's our Goni's our IDP expert. So if if IDPs matter in this one, I I defer to him. Okay, Goni. IDP super flex. A contender's trying to get Geno Smith off of him for a 24 second and Sam Howell. Carolina QB in Washington, for those who don't know, backup right now. What do you think, Going? Wait, you said the backup? He's the backup? Yeah. He's the backup to the backup. The backup to the backup. So he's he's trading for a backup backup quarterback? Third string and a second. Why is that man uh, so, rostered? So no IDP. No IDP? <laughs> well, he's an IDP league, but it just doesn't matter in this case, Go. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm so confused about this right now. Just, you know, Smith just... for Sam Howell in a second, man. Nah. Uh, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. Geno Smith might be able to play there again next year. 
They no. might extend him, dude. He's playing great football. No. He's gone, Probably right? Not, but I mean, uh, he's gone and he and he's going to go to like Houston or something. Or or Indianapolis. Maybe. I mean, but still, wouldn't you rather have Geno Smith over Sam Howell who may never see the field? Yes. Give me Geno on the side. Wayne, what do you yeah. think, man? Give me Geno. Yeah, that's an that's a no-brainer for us, man. Issue. He says it's urgent. Please help. 12 team, full PPR, 2 QB. Justin Jefferson and Tyler Algier is side A. Side B is Javonta Williams and four number ones. Oh, God, four oh. ones. Oh. Three 2023 firsts. In a 2024 first. I don't care. Give me the ones. Give me all those picks. Yeah, dude. I'm drooling Four. over here at just the thought of it. You sent you sent in Jetta? Yeah, dude. Wayne, I don't think Wayne or I, neither of us were ready for you to say four number ones. I heard Javante and I was like, oh, man, he's going to pile on some, some bench guys with this and it's going to be an easy one. Javante and four ones? Yeah, that's easy. I'd absolutely snap my finger into a million pieces hitting that accept button so hard. Man, his phone would look worse than when he ran it over. Facts. Truck. You know, what's funny is is on Reddit, everybody's telling him to keep Jefferson. Right? He's a cornerstone. He's the untradeable guy. Issue, listen, bro. Take it. Please re- build your roster. You're going to be fine. You're yeah, going to be, be more than fine with that. Yeah. Ryan Bestbrook, 12-team Superflex PPR, Wayne. CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz for DK in a late 23-1. I'm doing it. Are Are we on the DK train now? No, it's just I think DK is pretty comparable to CD. And Dalton I, I Schultz has say, been not good I, this year. I was gonna say I think that's a near wash almost. CD and DK. Come on, boys. It's not. Homer. Yeah. I'm not. I know. Let's 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 just look at the facts, right? CD's wide receiver nine. He's twenty three. Right. All right. Metcalf's back in wide receiver two, wide receiver three territory right now, and he's a year older. He's wide receiver twenty three. Very different. Yeah, but dude, we're talking about a guy that's 23 years old versus a guy that's 24 years old with one of the longest shelf lives in football behind the quarterback position. Like a 23 to a 24 year older doesn't really change much, does it? It doesn't change a lot, but he's already better and he's a year younger. Uh, I mean, he's also had kind of better well i don't know about better quarterback play but he is like the only guy there's no number two comparable to a tyler lockett on you know the cowboys and not I to mean, mention as of right now he's only up by 20 fantasy points and dk's missed you know some time with injury he only had 28 percent of the snaps in the last his last game well two games ago against the chargers not so, to I mean, mention we're talking about a, a, a 20 point difference he's a physical specimen and okay. and the and CD Lamb has a lot more offensive opportunities with his team, and the Seahawks are are literally the worst they were they will ever be right now. It's only up for them. It's only down for the Cowboys. 
You think so? Okay. Well, it's that the drop off. The dr- I mean, talking about it from your perspective, even like I would say that the drop off from CD Lamb to Metcalf isn't that bad. And then you're taking a tight end, which all the tight ends suck, and you're getting a number one, a number yeah. one pick. Yeah, you're you're taking the trade. Give me DK in the one. I just took exception to you guys saying it was a wash. Lamb Lamb's a better player. DK's a specimen, but he's kind of touchdown dependent. Lamb's the better player. That's fair. Uh, Don Schultz, Dogwater. Wish I'd have taken a thousand doinks on that guy to start the year. I really <laughs> frustrated myself. I called it. Called James Conner too. Wayne should have taken a thousand doinks on Najee. Good call, Wayne. Okay, NC State fan, Wolfpack. He's got Tyreek and he's trying to move him again. He's got another trade. Two twenty-four first. That's uh, two twenty-four first, man. I just hate for what is he rebuilding? Is he rebuilding for Tyreek Tyreek Hill for two twenty-four first? No, trying to get rid of Tyreek. No, 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 no. Keep in mind, keep in mind, it's a two quarterback, two tight end lead. So, you know, those positions matter more. Yeah, but I don't. I hate the prospect of having to wait two years to be able to use that. I mean, Tyreek Hill is. He could be top five again next year. Uh, I mean, he's the best. He's the number one fantasy wide receiver right now in football. I don't see that drop-off coming next year. He, he and Tua have clicked immediately. Jalen Waddle is, I think, uh, number five right now, the number five fantasy receiver or six. Uh, no, 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 man. Get you a haul if you're going to get rid of Tyreek Hill or a quarterback. If it's two quarterback, then, you know, get something that's going to return value sooner than 2024. Trey Lance in a one. Are you doing it? <laughs> oh, I hate Probably Trey not, Lance. Dude. Probably not. Wayne, are you also keeping Tyreek here? Yes. Yeah, quit trying to trade Tyreek, man. You you got a dude. Hold on to him, man. Or trade for someone that you're going to put in your roster like immediately. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, Sutton, Ezekiel Elliott, or Amari Cooper? Who are you taking in a dynasty? Cortland Sutton, Sutton. Ezekiel Elliott, or Amari Cooper? Cortland Sutton for me. I agree. I thirded. Um, I don't. I think Cooper's close. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Amari Cooper is like the dark horse kind of sneaky guy because he might take off when Watson gets back, but that's a big if. Yeah, but the age difference is just is kind of swaying me yeah. towards Corlin Sutton. Either way, also, also, don't ever let that man throw a football. Uh, did you guys see? Hilarious! The Hilarious! Hey, man, any one of us could have caught that interception. It was right at the defender. Man, awful. Is is Amari Cooper good enough to be like in league winner territory this year? You could have had him super late. I mean, yeah, for for the value and everything. I don't remember what his ADP was off the top of my head, but you know, it's all about grabbing guys who beat their ADP. So, yeah, we'll rule it out. Wayne, you taking Mike Evans or Amari Cooper in a dynasty? Mike, oh. <laughs> Amari Cooper. Me too. You just Johnny. don't know who's – I mean, Mike Evans has been good this year, and Tom Brady has been anything but good. But I can only 
assume that whoever's going to be under center next year is worse. It's it might a fair assumption. have cinder blocks for hands. He could have had a lot more this year, too. Yeah, that man has straight bricks for hands. He, he should have so many – well, I won't say so many, but he should have more yardage and more touchdowns for just nine routes that are just, oh, off my hands. It's gone. Who? Mike, Mike Evans. Dude, it happened once. Let it go, it man. It happened like it happened once a, lot, a yeah. game for the last no, two games. No, no, yeah. God bless. It happened. Center. There was one egregious drop, and now everybody acts like he's got terrible hands. Calm down. I got you your got back, Mike. There, got your mix. back, Mike. It happened Hot. more than once. <laughs> Hot serve, 99-14. I think this is a good question, and I think it's it, it'll help the, the listeners a lot. He was just offered Donovan Peoples-Jones and Isaiah McKenzie for Deonta Foreman. It's a good question because there's a lot of Foreman owners in the dynasty. I'm sure you want to move them, sell high while you can. Well, what do you mean while you can? I mean, I think if he keeps playing good, that's his job. You don't think Carolina gets in the running back uh, game in the draft? If he's playing good, why would they? They've got so many other needs that they need to fill that if they have uh, Deontay Foreman who continues to play good, they're going to start worrying about the 37 other needs that they have. Okay. Starting with quarterback also. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sorry. uh, You never know. You never know. I mean, we thought the same thing with James Robinson, right? Where, you know, he tore it up and they drafted ETN the next year. Uh, We don't know who's going to be the coach next year coming in to replace the interim guy, or if the interim guy is going to be the head coach, but yeah, I'm with Wayne. I think that they have so many holes to fill. The smart thing is to just ride with what you got at the running back position. So Donovan Peoples-Jones and Isaiah McKenzie does not move your old needle. It does not. Goni. Rebuild? Like Jones. Rebuild? Yes. In a rebuild, yeah, I'll take it. I like Isaiah McKenzie's youth also. He's he's if he if Jameson Crowder just gets out of there and McKenzie's the slot guy full time like this year and next year, I think he has some good value. He's twenty seven. Okay. Wayne, you still hold no? Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with Deonta. Isaiah McKenzie. Really? I didn't know that. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say Jameson Crowder and I was thinking that he feels like he's a hundred. He does, man. He really does. Him and Amari both feel older and dirt, but they're still in their twenties. Yeah. Okay. Rebuilding rebuilding team. It's a standard league. Trail Bear. Get in the PPR, bro. Deonta Foreman, Dalton Schultz, and a twenty three second for Javonta and Justin Fields. Deonta Foreman. No. Standard. Foreman, Schultz, 23-second, Javonta, and Justin Fields. Are you guys so right? For Javante. Is that enough for Javante for you, uh, Wayne? It's very close. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's very close. Is this a rebuilder as well? Yes. Yeah, do it then. Yeah, I'd take Javante. And Justin Fields. And Justin Fields. He's probably not starting, but sure, yeah. <laughs> Throw him on your he'll bench. Never st- he'll start once a year, and that's if he just happens to not have the same bye week as the guy. Or he needs to have, you know. You're never going to start him, basically, is what I'm trying to say. 
No, yeah, bro. He, he's a, he's a side dish. Fortnite gamer six. Pittman late second. Nick for Nick Chubb. Pittman in a late second for Nick Chubb. Dynasty. All these are dynasty. Contender. Doesn't say. I, I'm not. I'm not doing it if I'm a contender. Oh, I'm going to do it if I am a contender. Let's hear why. What? What? If I'm a contender, yeah, I'm going to send Pittman and whatever else for Nick. Oh, Ch- so Nick I just Chubb. did. I just did what I always do. Yeah, yeah, you reversed okay. it. You reversed it. Okay, we're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah. Wayne may have Nick dyslexia. Chubb. Correct. If you're a contender, I have I have listening dyslexia. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Fortnite gamer, go get Nick Chubb, man. Yeah, it's an over-the-top piece. He's one of the, the best running backs in football. Go get him and win yourself a championship. Yeah. Tum Tum, 384. He's going to give up a 23-1, a 24-1, and a 25-1 to go get Jamar Chase. Y'all shipping him out? Yeah. You going to just shatter your future for Jamar? Yeah, because Jamar is the future. I mean, he's still going to be around in the 2026 and the 2027. He's still going to be around. And he's going to be a Bengal, and he's going to have Joe Burrow. Ship it out. Right on? Yeah, do it, man. Jamar Chase is a stud. Okay. Man, I'm really trying to doink, but we all we all agree. All right, we got a few more here. White Fox, 78.95. 10-team, super flex, half PPR, Wayne. Actually, let's go with Goni on this one. Goni. Side A, Jalen Waddle. Side B, Wondell Robinson. Christian Watson. 23 2, 24 second, and a 25 1. I'm going to say it again. There's a lot of eyebrow rubbing. Well, the only thing is here did you say 10 team, half point PPR, super flex? <sighs> okay. I'm going to say it again just for just for the listeners and for you guys. Waddle is side A. Side B, Wandale, Christian Watson. 23 second, 24 second, 25 one. Nah. Nah, dude. I, again, dude, I don't like waiting for years and years and years for these, these things to come to fruition. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Jalen Waddle at the beginning of the year and expressed the concern of Tyreek Hill coming in one of the biggest things Wayne and I were saying coming into the season was that yeah we expect the receptions and volume to go down but we expect the efficiency to go up you're going to see bigger plays out of them and that's come to fruition and in a half point PPR the volume doesn't even really matter anymore it you know it's not you're not getting PPR to death so as long as you're seeing those big time plays and he's racking up yardage and touchdowns that's the guy I want and and you got to look at it like this is this is a 10 team so the talent in your starting lineup is a lot higher than in a 12-team. So um, is Christian Watson going to be in your starting lineup? If he is, you're losing there. Um, who's the other? Wandale. Is Wandale, Wandale Robinson in your starting lineup in a 10-team? He shouldn't be. Jalen Waddle is a legit starter in a 10-team. Your draft picks, you're just hoping. Well, I get Wandale. You're playing – Wandale and, and – Watson, you're playing the long game, but that may never work out. Your draft picks may never work out. Jalen Waddle is a young guy, and he is currently working out. Uh, just 
I, I just I, I'm in a ten team. I'm sticking with what's wor- with what's currently working out. I agree. If you switch out Christian Watson for Deontay Johnson, do you guys do the trade? <clears throat> Probably not. Not the way DJ's been playing this year. If you swatch it out, swap it out for DJ Moore, do you do the trade? You're tugging at Wayne's heartstrings right now with that one. Yeah, and that's he's he's just trying to get me to say yes, so I'll just say yes. Yes, man. <laughs> if you swap him out for Jamar Chase, would you guys do it? <laughs> no, I, I you know I'm trying to help out White Fox here with some value, right? Like I'm trying to set the bar. I think it's important for people. That's you know. understandable. No, that's good. That's good. DJ Moore, yes, I'd probably do that. Podcast for the people, boys. We go above and beyond White Fox. Okay. J-Rav, J-Raw, 8779-12-team PPR Superflex. Wayne, I'm going to go you here. Pickens and Desmond Ritter for Jamison Williams, Kareem Hunt. Uh, give me, give me Pickens. Give me the, give me the pick side. Give me the, give me the side with the quarterback. Tell us why. Because it's got a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, Kareem Hunt, you just don't know where. I, I'm assuming that he's going to be out of Cleveland next year. You don't know where he's going, what type of system he's going to be on, how he's going to be utilized. So I just don't know that he's going to hold any value or even equal his value that he's currently doing. He's getting older. It's the running back position. We all know 27 years old is an old man at that position. So you just not a lot of value in him come next year. So give me give me the two young guys. Uh, Jamison, I like Jamison Williams a lot. I think Jamison Williams is is going to be far better than George Pickens. I'll play my flag on that. But when you're talking about a mobile quarterback who's in line to take the starting role next year in a super flex, um, give me that. Kareem Hunt isn't enough to get me off of um, Desmond Ritter and Pickens. Johnny. Oh, man, I wanted to go with uh, the opposite side, to be honest with you. But Tell us why. No, that's good. Tell us why. Just Jamison Williams, dude. I like Jamison Williams a whole lot as well. I think he was the best wide receiver coming out of the draft. Um, obviously, he's injured. Kareem Hunt, still going to be a serviceable running back, I think, next year. He may have a chance to be a starter. You never know. Um, Desmond Ritter, though, is kind of just a quarterback in name right now more or less like we'll probably see him at some point this year so it'll you'll get a better feel for like what he might be able to be when you start seeing some of the tools that he has and just raw talent uh against live competition but i mean just since he hasn't got on the he's a project quarterback man he's a project quarterback and the odds weigh heavily in favor that he's gonna suck Hawkins are far forward, man. He may ride the bench all year. He might. He might. But like I said. I'm hoping he does. What, suck? No. I'm hoping he does just like just give him a year. But I don't know that I, I don't know that odds are heavily in his favor to suck. 
I say heavily as in like more than 50%, the majority. He's what, a third-round draft pick? I think. Third or fourth. It might be third. I don't know. I know him and Malik Willis fell really far from like where they were supposed to – well, where people were hyping him up to fall to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know with these guys. You never know at all. So he could be phenomenal. I'm, I mean, I could just be wrong. I'm just saying that statistically it's more than 50% that he is not that guy. Okay. I'm going to go with the Pickens and Ritter side, personally. Gone, you have a little more faith in Kareem Hunt than I do long-term. But J-Mo's the dude. I think he's the best piece in the trade. I'm with you guys for sure on that one. It'd be, it'd be hard to, to pass up on Jamison Williams, man. Um, okay. Who is Mike Bean? There's a lot going on here, so I'm going to go slow. 12-team Superflex. Goni, I'm going to start with you. Half PPR. Nine-man starting lineup. He's got an orphan team, but he's overachieved. He's got a lot of first and second right now. Give a 23-1-2, and two, a 24-1-2 and two in Jacoby Myers for ETN, Tyreek, and Hopkins. He's It's an orphan team, and he's pseudo-rebuilding, but he's actually competitive this year. He's overperformed. I probably, go ahead. I probably don't do it. I probably don't do it. I don't think he gets his team enough to championship caliber level before D Hop ages out. Um, and then Tyreek Hill, like in that third year from now, also I don't know. I don't know. The only guy that I really love from that for giving it's two first two seconds in Jacoby Myers is really essentially what it is. And so if he's pseudo rebuilding, I'm assuming that it's middle of the pack at worst. And yeah, I mean, you could have one of the top easily top six, top five picks, you know, for all those. So I'll probably hang on to it and try and test my luck. Wayne, I'm doing it. You got to think if he's he's getting Tyreek Hill and D Hop, and over the course of D Hop coming back, you're looking at you probably got the best receiving core in your league now. From where he's at, he's getting Etn, who um, has been playing great, and his situation only got better. So if he's got another pretty good running back, then he's his whole lineup at this point is. Competitive. He he does list his running backs or his wide receivers. He's got Waddle, Amon Ra, and Olave. They're yeah, all an extra extra no. Oh, then no, it's unnecessary. I, yeah, yeah. I was I was with Goni on this one too. It was a no for me to begin with, especially no after hear the wide receivers. Uh, I love ETN though, man. I would ship a first for him. I ship a first and a second for ETN personally. I think he's going to be a dude. I'd, was, I'd ship your 2023 first and your 2024 first for him. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd think hard about it. He looks great, man. I'd He's do a 2023 to. first in Jacoby for him. You got, you got the, you got the receivers to spare. I'm snapping that. Yep. Snapping it. All right, let, last three here. Red Dreads coming. 12 team, one quarterback, half PPR. Goni. Michael Thomas for Miles Sanders. Yeah. Send it all day. Give me Miles Sanders. Yeah. 
We're slinging turds around. Wayne, you doing it? The best ability is availability. Slinging turds. My keg 44, 12 team, PPR, one quarterback. Goni, he's contending. Give Trey Lance for Deonta Foreman. He's got Hurts and Fields on his roster. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 One quarterback, bro. Ship it. 12 team, one quarterback. Goni, Wilson, two. Give Burrow. Get Fields in a 24-1. No. One quarterback league? I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Sending Burrow and getting Fields in a one? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Why? It's one quarterback. It's not as important. Yeah, but is Justin Fields the guy you want to start every week? Lord, no. But yeah, I, I think you you, you could have got so, Geno's. So you're trading you're trading Joe Burrow for a 2024 one. That's what you and, would do. And Fields, but 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 Fields might start. I mean, Fields right now is in a four game stretch. That's just as good as any quarterback. It is, but I'm of the mindset that like I don't like his long term. I mean, he he is getting hot right now. Maybe he does turn into something, but just right now, I don't love that, and I don't even love the prospect of like, hey, I'll use this um, draft pick to grab a quarterback because then you're just like, I'm trading Joe Burrow. I can pick up any quarterback in the draft. It might even turn into Joe Burrow. It just doesn't make sense. It's counterproductive. I just don't think the value is there in a one-quarterback league. I, I think in a rookie draft, you could probably get a C.J. Stroud in the second in a one-quarterback league in a rookie draft. I'll take C.J. Stroud for a second, no doubt. I mean, it's it's one QB, man. They, like you know, There's quarterbacks on the I, waivers. I, sure do, I don't, yeah, but like it, the failure rate of quarterbacks is so high. They are. So give me the guy that's locked down. <gasps> Let's go. Wow. What? Wayne made a great Wayne, you made a great point, man. Yeah, I agree you made a great you. point, dude. I just had a it, like it just hit me and everything and I it, I thought about it and man, excellent point you made. No, excellent. that's not what happened at all. He's 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 trying to save from a splice, but I'm keeping it all just because this is frustrating. I'm not splicing any of this. Oh, I'm not trying to say first place. I don't do the splices. So what did you actually say? Let's go for. I'm assuming uh, Joe Burrow just threw a touchdown. No, because I don't care about that at all. Mad Mob, uh, in a league that I am in, 12-team dynasty, half-point PPR, Wayne's in it as well. I went into today's game up 2.8 points. I have no one playing, and the guy playing against me is Evan McPherson. The Bengals have been held to a goose. It's going into the fourth quarter. They scored a touchdown, which is fine because I don't need field goals. He was going to kick the PAT. One kick has already been blocked. That's a minus one for McPherson, and he just missed the extra point. I'm up by 4.4 right now. That's hilarious because because he who shan't be named and never invited to the podcast needed six points out of mcpherson to win his game this week and he was super confident he texted me and i have yet to respond to him out of just bad juju i didn't i didn't want to put the bad juju on myself so i haven't responded to him with trash talking i vowed against trash talking gentlemen at least while the event's going on i would be shipping it out going i'd give him everything i got 
Go ahead and load the musket. And give some of that buckshot right now. No, not yet. He There's a fourth to quarter to be played. I'm doing it because not. it doesn't matter for me. Yeah, that's fine. I, the cork is in the gun, gentlemen. Load the muskets, boys. Load the muskets. Anyway, I, I, I do it. I mean, I, the, I think I think my, my hosts are against me on this one. I don't value quarterbacks as much in a one-quarterback league. I just don't, especially if it's four-point pass and touchdowns. Fields is rushing upside alone for the six points. Mathematically, gives you it, it evens the playing field a lot. Bears look like they finally learned how to use them, Go. I hate to They're say letting it. him run. They're letting him. That's that's been the key all along, man. Let the man the, run. It's going to open things up. They're literally getting him out of the pocket. He's more accurate and better outside of the pocket. So yeah. if you've been watching him lately, he's hiking the ball and rolling out immediately, and he's been a lot more successful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it. They're saying no. That's where we're at. Last two. Sheegs, 12-team PPR. Stevenson and DJ Moore for a 23 first and second. He's rebuilding. No. Nope. Don't do it. You can get more. Last one, Daquan W. 12-team, half PPR, one quarterback. A 20-24-1 for Kyler Murray. He's got Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Mm. No. Nah. Let me hear your sides. Uh, I mean, just off the top of my head, man, and I I really feel like things could change because um, Kirk Cousins has played very well so far, but... Kyler Murray just hasn't been that good. I know he hasn't had D hop, so that's going to make things change. But Kirk Cousins is a—he's a QB one right now. He's—he's he's a top twelve quarterback. Kyler Murray is as well, but I feel like the drop off hasn't been—it won't be terrible. Kirk Cousins is going to be with Minnesota next year. He's going to have all of his weapons next year, at least the main ones that matter. And just I'm pushing back that a year to find a, a stud quarterback is really all I'm doing. I'm, I'm grabbing someone in this class that I can use a position player and uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So you're taking the pick or you're taking Kyler Murray? I'm taking the, I'm keeping the pick. Okay. No. Lane, you are, you're, you're going to go get Kyler, right? I'm getting Kyler. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins is a QB one. He is the worst QB one. He's literally the twelfth ranked quarterback. Kyler Murray is. You, we're right. He's he's down this year. He hasn't had the best hands in football, and he's still the QB six. Uh, give me that guy. Give me who's also half the age of the other guys that are on your roster. Yeah, it's not as close as I thought it was. One sixty one to one twenty six so far. I'd take Kyler Murray as well. I just had to do a little little tiny bit of research on it. Yeah, I'd take Kyler Murray. I'm keeping the pick. You guys, I, I made my point clear about one quarterback leagues. I'll take the pick. And uh, that, that'll do it, gentlemen. That's it for the episode. That'll conclude our broadcast day. Middle of the podcast, fantasy interruptions for MVP, I guess. MVP.